wait a second. I just, I just, this needs to make the podcast, okay? And I just want every single person listening out there to realize we have had so many discussions about how loud I am going to be on the podcast, okay? Because I'm such a loud person. And then you start with, hi! Anyway, welcome to our podcast. Yay! Yay! If you're not already regretting it, give us a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So what we thought for the first podcast, what we would do is we would introduce ourselves so that you understand, you probably never understand us, but at least you know where we're from and what got us to where we are now, why we both do what we do and maybe, um, you know, our life experience that frames our opinions right now. Um, We've got two very different backgrounds. We have different opinions on certain things. We ultimately want the same things, but we have different views on how those should be done. So it should make for an interesting podcast. Anyway, we hope. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, so uh, my name is Naomi. Uh, I was born in Sydney. Please don't hold that against me. Uh, But I call my... New South Wales, the best state. Um, you were born there, so you are a New South Welshman. I am not. I am a proud Queenslander. Proud Queenslander. And I'd just like to point out that I was a Queensland supporter before they actually started winning the Origin. Like, I was happy to be a Queenslander even when we sucked and were losing everything. My brother has always been a Queensland supporter too. It's because he's smart. Well, actually, that's not the reason, but... Well, we'll go with that. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So, uh, moved up to New South uh, Queensland, rather, when I was... T- I'm going to have a hard time convincing you all that I'm smart. I can see how this is going to go. <laughs> That's why I was mm. laughing. Anyway, I'll try and get through this. So, I moved up to Queensland when I finished grade six in New South Wales. For those of you that don't know, in New South Wales, at the time, grade six was it. You were done with primary, you were moving on to high school. So, you can imagine just how pleased I was to be coming up to Queensland for another year of primary school. <laughs> I was not happy. I was not happy. So I had to do another final year of primary school. Thanks, Mum and Dad. Uh, and then I have obviously been here ever since. Uh, grew up around uh, Wellington Point, which is sort of Brisbane way. Met my husband, Tony, and we moved out Ipswich, and that's where I met this one. And Best day of her life! I'm actually really scared of her, and I don't even <laughs> want to be friends, but I just can't get away from her. <laughs> that's how I make most of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Someone please help me. <laughs> um, so growing up, always interested in sport. I was a netballer from like five up until, um, well, a few years ago, or a year ago when I did my SEL. That was not so good. Um, but I have had a game of netball since, and, you know, it actually went all right. It went all right. And Carly didn't get sent off the field, uh, off the court, so that was all yeah, so good. Yeah, dog. Yeah, Carly. <laughs> Um, I took up swimming when I came to Queensland um, and was quite competitive as a swimmer. So it was sort of a bit of a natural um, progression. What about your butterfly though? Were you competitive in your butterfly? I feel like there's a story or a trick question. What have I missed? Well, she was telling me last week how she was really good at butterfly, but because she has a fear of drowning, are you telling me about that? Yeah, yeah. Because from every time you would butterfly, you would choke. I was actually a really good butterflyer, but I was still scared of drowning. So, okay, so put it in context, right? So at training, at training, so swimming training would go for an hour and a half, two hours. And I did that morning and night, every day of the week, uh, except for Saturdays. Obviously, we only did um, the morning session. 
Um, and if you were a form, like when we had to do sets of things, your form stroke was what you had to, to do for those sets. So it might be um, 20, 50 meters, like yeah. 20, 50 meter laps of form. That's a K yeah. of butterfly. Yeah. That was my form stroke. Well, so suck it. All those, I mean, you chose it. All those other people getting backstroke and breaststroke. That's bullcrap. That is bullcrap. I had to do butterfly. I remember one day he was like, right, we're doing five 200s of form. And I cried. I cried for five 200s. I had to keep letting my goggles out because I they kept filling up ah. my tears. You are a loser. So, but I made it. I mean, I did the, the, I did a K of butterfly straight because I didn't get any rest. So, you know, like, I think I have a little bit of PTSD <laughs> from, from butterfly. So I'm a little bit scared of drowning, but anyway natural progression we digress we digress natural progression was for me to go and do um exercise science at university um so i did five years dual degree um education and clinical exercise physiology basically i deal with people who could die if they exercise if you've got heart disease if you've got diabetes if you've had a stroke dementia all that sort of stuff that's who i deal with um so it's always pretty exciting um, I went on and did nutrition a few years ago through Deakin, so I did that in my post-grad um, studies, and then I've started now with UQ, and I'm doing a research degree, and I'm gonna upgrade in about 12, maybe 12 months time, maybe a bit less, into my PhD, and hoping that I can investigate the role of myokines. Myokines are hormones secreted by muscle, and they have an anti-inflammatory effect on the body, and we'd like to investigate whether it's the action of myokines that assists in healthy brain aging so that we know that weight training helps prevent dementia and um, Alzheimer's, which is a very pro-inflammatory condition in the brain. And we're wondering if the myokines helps offset um, that inflammation. So that's what I would like to investigate. Um, aside from that, I've got four kids who are pretty amazing. I'm trying to get number five. So if you know my husband, <laughs> if you know my husband, Please talk to him and tell him that I need baby number five. Stop laughing at me. Yeah, Jane, stop being so selfish. I know, I know. Like five. We all want this baby. Or two. I've got or two. And so that's the problem, really. Not really, because Andrew's 17 and he's about to get his license. But so, that means you're only losing one. But he's gaining. I've had one spare seat in my car already. So now I will have two spare seats in my car. So I may as well fill them both. Anyway, I'd rather just have one. Okay. I'd like one. I've got Which a, you would likely get. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, so I guess my likes, my loves, I mean, I love my kids and my family. That's all obvious. But I like, um, I'm really into science. I'm a bit of a nerd. I like all that sort of stuff. I like the why. So at uni, I was a real pain in the ass. I know people are going to find this hard to believe. It just, it, <laughs> no. no! I mean, I just want to let you know. Not just at uni. Exactly. <laughs> like when you left uni, it didn't stop. Oh, leave that pain in the ass behind. No, no. You're still a pain in the ass. Especially for you. Uh, absolutely for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> but I'm the kind of person that needs to know the why. So I want to know why things Well, happen. why are you annoying? Because I was made like this. <laughs> <laughs> for everything we discuss, everything that we don't agree on from now on, I'm just going to say, I was just made this way. That's what I was going to say, I was okay. made like that. Okay, okay. Well, and you I'll... can't say anything because that is what your argument right now was. And so now I can use that everything but i'm about to actually agree with you because get out of no, no 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 write it down the first time that, the yeah, first time yeah, yeah, probably yeah, yeah, the yeah. only time we'll agree okay, okay at uni there was always like they would explain why things happen so as an example in the body well, i would hope they explained well, yeah. why. <laughs> i don't know why i bother 
Anyway, there's something called a sodium potassium pump. The sodium potassium pump is like this, well, it's like a little biological pump and it's in all of our cell membranes. And what it does is it helps regulate sodium and potassium inside and outside the cell. So salt or sodium is our biggest extracellular electrolyte. And that so means it's outside the cells. And that's why when you sweat, you, it tastes salty. That's sodium coming out. Um, inside of our cells, we have quite a lot of potassium. So it's an intracellular electrolyte. So we've got lots of potassium on the inside, lots of sodium on the outside, and that gradient, the difference between the inside and outside is very tightly regulated because it helps send signals all around the body. And I'd be like, oh, that's so cool. Why does it do that? And they'd go, <laughs> oh, no, you're the Y kid. Yeah. You're the Y kid. Yeah, that's not me. Oh, this explains a lot. <laughs> This a lot. She is the Y here. I am. And oh you get to God. this point your where... Your poor mum. Your poor mum. Oh, okay. Sorry for your on mom. that, on that, my dad, if you're listening, he'll find this funny. So, or my mum. No, it was my mum. She was trying to explain something to me one day and she was using single words. She's like, dog, cat, whatever. And I stopped her and I said, no, mummy. Real words, mummy. <laughs> Not a single word. So my mum had to explain everything to me from then on with sentences. Oh my god! That was the beginning. I am the wine kid, but my let I'd be like, well, why does it do that? Why does it pump? That's me. <laughs> I like to know the why. Why is it doing that? And a point, you eventually get to the point with the human body where it's just because there is no why. It's just because. Anyway, but that's me. So as an example, we went to um, Movie World the other week, and this will explain who I am as well. So we're on roller, like the kids are all on roller coasters. I couldn't go on any of the roller coasters because my stupid neck and back. But I'm watching them all do this. Anyway, what do I start doing? I'm like, hmm. oh, she's analyzing how it works. Oh my God. I Googled it. I was like, how do roller coasters work? I want to know. So I'm sitting there at oh. Movie World reading why roller, how roller coasters. <laughs> how do I have actually any fun with you? Because right now I just feel like you're the most boring person in the world right I now. I am actually really fun. I know that it's weird, <laughs> but I enjoy spending time with you because you're so like that. Uh, I have nothing. Oh my god, uh, she's got nothing. I actually think you probably prefer my husband a lot more than me. Everybody likes Tony more than they like me. I'm like the uncool wife that just yeah, well. Tony's the best. He is pretty cool. He's alright. He's alright. Don't tell him we said yeah, that. Yeah, don't. He's got a big head. Yeah, well, yeah. I say so. penis. Oh, far out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just took the tone right down. Yeah. Anyway, love you, Tony. Um, so, just one last thing. Sorry, and then you seems like you talked the whole way through mine. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like the talking ratio so far has been like 80-20. Well, because I'm introducing myself and talking about cells and potassium. <laughs> I'm trying to explain myself and, and roller coasters. Well, you explain yourself. You definitely. I think the roller coaster just. Explain everything. <laughs> well, I still don't really understand how they work, but anyway. That's <laughs> Physics was never my thing, but I wish I understood a bit better. Anyway, all of that aside, um, I wanted us to also explain a little bit about our philosophy when it comes to, I guess, life, health, all that sort of stuff. Well, I thought we would do that together. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. then you go. Don't worry, guys. Mine is super short. Mine, not well, mine would have been shorter, um, except she kept interrupting me. She's like, let's do a podcast, but then I'm going to mock you mercilessly <laughs> while we do it. Yes. <sighs> you see what I mean? I'm just scared. I'm actually in a, in a bad relationship. Someone needs to come save me. <laughs> <laughs> when you release this, like with all the enemies. Blink twice, Naomi, if you need to be rescued. 
<laughs> oh my god. Ooh. Anyway, I'm George. Um, I am originally loves being called Georgie Podgy. I will slap you, and then you will need saving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was born in New South Wales. I am still a proud New South Welshman. No matter how many series we lose. Series. Whatever. That's how we're talking in South Wales. <laughs> um, from oh, like a really young age, I always played squash. I was really good at squash, so um, like my life just revolved around traveling to tournaments um, and playing. And uh, so I actually moved to Queensland to train with my coach. My coach was Robin Cooper, and um, we trained out at Daisy Hill. And so I moved up here like as soon as I finished school, it was my last year of juniors, to train full time with her. Because um, my mum would drive me every weekend, every Saturday we'd have to drive up here two hours to train and then we would drive back and we would do that every Saturday. And um, yeah, so that's how I kind of got into Brisbane. And then my brother and sister lived up here, so we always lived in the city. Um, and then I fell pregnant with Thomas, my first. And that was the start of my husband ever so gently moving me out to the switch. <laughs> and eventually we got out here, which is, I don't mind it. And then you met me. Oh, and then I met her. Highlight of her life. Highlight of my life. Um, we had two more kids, so I'm married. I have three kids, um, Thomas, Jackson, Ella. Um, I didn't even say my kids' names. I'm a bad mum. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, Alexis, Sarai, and Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dog shadow too. <laughs> oh my god. You are such a loser. You are definitely the white <coughs> kid. Just now, every time we have these conversations, I'm going to be like, just let it go, she's the white kid. Let it go, she's a, She googled the roller coasters that movie, like, let it go. <laughs> I also looked up photography one day. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my way. god. Oh my god. Really. So I've kind of been around fitness and exercise in some capacity my whole life as well. Um, like obviously training for elite level sports and um, well squash specifically, not sports in general, just that. Um, you should go play. It's actually, we should have a game. Of what? Squash. Oh, oh. so hard. So hard. One of the hardest sports ever. I know. She would suck at it because she I, no I actually. <laughs> oh, you've been talking to Tony. According to Tony, he's an athlete of the family. Oh, that makes me so mad. Probably is. <laughs> um, if there's no second podcast, it's because I've actually killed her and buried her in my backyard. <laughs> this is going to be a, a recurring theme. I can see this. On all the podcasts, it's going to be like, what are they doing? <laughs> no video. That's what we should call the podcast. Podcast. Blink twice! <laughs> twice if you need rescuing. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, anyway, so after my second baby, <laughs> we digress. We're going to say that a lot too. We, we digress. Maybe that's what we should call it. We should 100% We digress. We should definitely call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, after my second baby, I got into CrossFit. So my sister-in-law, Jackie, did CrossFit um, and I just thought she was fucking amazing and I wanted to do that. So... <laughs> In true George style, I asked and invited myself along one day. Can I go? I think that's how we're friends. Probably. <laughs> uh, and she's too nice to say no, so she let me. <laughs> she is she's nice so beautiful. No. She's yeah. so beautiful. And she is a weapon. I'm one of the strongest women I know. So uh, I went I've along. I've never seen her CrossFit before. 
she has them for ages because well she had to go back to full-time work oh okay and so uh and once your kids get older and they're playing sports i guess you know it just gets hard it just gets hard life gets hard and um yeah she is incredibly strong and i was hooked i absolutely loved it i was just like it was like playing squash all over again it was so much fun um and so yeah after like a couple of years the owners at the time kim and alex um asked me they were losing some of their coaches would i be interested in coaching i was like yes i would how good would that be just to yell at people so good (laughs) she yells at me constantly (laughs) um and so yeah so then i did my personal training courses my crossfit course um and i started there and i was coaching there kind of just part-time as a kind of little side gig because i was a stay-at-home mum um and then when i had jacks my third un he well he wasn't a planned baby so <laughs> he was like um, i've only got one planned baby yeah out so my other kids i didn't exercise through pregnancy and so obviously with jackson i wanted to keep and i wanted to keep doing crossfit mm. um so then i just set about learning training through pregnancy postpartum i already had pelvic floor issues um oh for as long as i can remember to be honest uh, and i didn't want to have worse issues from having another baby uh so yeah um so i said about learning that and then that's how i kind of uh got into helping women when i first started crossfit actually like and i was lifting heavy like i would leak i had like uh incontinence issues and you know the girl everyone at the gym is supportive they don't judge you but the response that you get when you ask about that is oh we just wear pads that's it um and you know like at the time i just accepted that but then the more i learned the more i didn't actually want to just accept that so that's kind of where i headed in helping ladies in the fact that don't just kind of live with that shit yeah um and i just love lifting i love crossfit's awesome it's so much fun and yeah now we're here with her <laughs> living the dream living the dream yeah. but i mean that's just me i guess in a little nutshell um yeah but now you're out also at world gym and yeah so now I'm at, okay cool yeah so uh i've been at a couple of local gyms just trying to find where i really fit in um <laughs> oh that's one to me <laughs> um and yeah i started going to a world gym like just to train there a little bit i love it and um and then the dad bod there wanted to bring a that's dick tog dad bod <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to bring like a, a CrossFit style class to the group fitness timetable when he asked me would I take it and then um, they're actually really good like with community stuff they do a seniors class they do a whole Hit fam on Saturday yeah, for free for non-members um, and so he also wanted me to run a mum session like so mums could come and know that they could safely train like pregnancy and postpartum um, and yeah, so they asked me to do that, and then eventually I got the balls to start being a PT there. Um, and killing it. Absolutely killing it. Talk, it's about, fun. talk, talk about Performance Squad, because that is so cool. Yeah, Performance Squad is really cool. We had our Christmas party yesterday. Some of us are probably a little hungover. If you can't tell by the way we look today, because I'm beautiful and she's pretty average. Oh, uh, yes! One to me! One uh, to me! I just like one to me. out one that I me. am doing something called Send It November, which means no alcohol. I did not have a single drop. Old mate over here, I had to do the present, the present <laughs> earlier than I thought because she was getting rather yeah. chirpy. And I'm like, if I don't do it now, she's not going to remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, luckily. Yeah. Um, so performance, what is just like... 
a online CrossFit style program that like my our members have access to um through me, mm. which is so much fun because it's a beautiful community. Yeah, it's just like everyone is. Yeah, it's like a little team. It's a, well, it's not like a little team. It is yeah. it's a squad, and um, everyone's a part of it. And um, so one thing I kind of missed about CrossFit is that community vibe. And World Gym is actually pretty good with that. Mm. Um, you know, like, yeah. yes, we have bodybuilders and uh, powerlifters and everyday warriors and all those kinds of people and CrossFitters and stuff. Um, but it actually mix, mixes and meshes really, really well. They've done that really well. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just like that's one of the best things about CrossFit is actually that community supporting people, lifting <coughs> each other up. Um, cause you know, like whether you lift an empty barbell on a snatch or an 80 kilo snatch, regardless of the weight, you know, it's hard. Like that's an achievement for someone. So mm. yeah, just that understanding that what level, whatever level you're at. Yeah. Um, and then I get to help moms as well. So I kind of, it's awesome for me because I get to, I've got like lots of little niches. I do kids, I do kids classes and teens classes there. Um, and my mom's performance squad. So all of the things I like, I get to do that, which is really fucking cool. And you get to hang out with me. That's not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> Took the words right out of my yes. mouth. Yeah, that's one for me. Um, I mean, like, I'll go first with my kind of philosophies because there's only like one line. She's got about eight. I do not. I've got that's two points. That's 80%, 20%, 80%. I've got two points. Oh, well, there's like five sentences, though. Because I actually wrote out what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, I just want to empower people. I Except actually for just, me. I do empower you. Don't know why. You liar. Minus one for that. No one way. For no. That. Yes. Yes. I can make it um, I want to empower people. I want mums to know that, you know, like having a baby they can still come and train they can still do things that they love um they can come back post birth they can come back and exercise without having to lose weight or whatever um i just i love empowering people i love helping people feel good about themselves about their bodies um that is what i love is that it <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I love well, and I love teaching people CrossFit. Actually, I love teaching people like new things, and just um, you know when like when these guys nail something, and before they've even finished the lift, the smile on their face is all I have to say to them is how did that feel? And they're like, pretty good. Yeah. That felt like a good lift. Um, and I love that. I love like people connecting the dots, and when mm. something feels good, and you just hit a really good lift, or you get your first pull up, or you get a box jump. Like, um, I love that as well. Like, that's just so much fun. It's so cool seeing, particularly women, like, yeah. and it's not that, it's not the same for men, but there's something so empowering. Yeah. When women first start in the gym and you can see they're, real, they're really nervous about yeah. going out and doing weights or coming and doing a class or whatever it is, and you just watch them grow and change and really just the, how much they flourish. and. Yeah seeing that empowerment then move because we and this is research based like we actually see this so the skills and the resilience and the personality traits that you develop in the gym actually transfer into real life yeah. and once you start to become confident in the gym <clears throat> that confidence translates into into real world applications so whether it's you become more confident in your job more confident in you might be in a relationship where you're really unhappy and so you actually go right i'm not going to deal with this yeah. and you take that 
and you deal with those things in your life and that's 100%. really cool um, i actually notice that a lot in my kids and teens classes a lot with them yeah like where they'll start really shy um i have one little girl who she doesn't verbally communicate yet um and she was really really shy and she doesn't talk to me yet yet but she now starting to separate from her brother where she's happy to do things not next to him she'll smile at me she'll look at me she'll like just tiny little things that you're like whoa mm. you know what i mean like you've cool. actually made a little impact yeah. in that little person's life yeah it's cool people really don't cool. yeah people i don't think people really um give enough respect to exercise and what it teaches us and what it does for us yeah <clears throat> and i think that's probably one of my um philosophies is that you know if you really want something you've got to be willing to sacrifice for it and whether that's sacrifice in pain sacrifice in time sacrifice in <clears throat> finances whatever it is anything worth having there's a sacrifice associated with it and when you go to the gym and you start recognizing that you are going to have to oh, oh your phone storage is full that's all right that's all right do you need to put mine up there oh we're recording on it that's all right that's all right it's all good the power of editing it's not live we're back well i'm back <laughs> <You're in. laughs> what a dickhead what a dickhead all right what was i saying we were talking about our personal philosophies and then we we're talking about um you were just you were going to say something about not people don't give oh enough, <clears throat> enough um, respect yeah, to, to exercise, exercise. And the benefits yeah, so there's a real transfer of um, traits that we hone in the gym, especially resilience. Yeah. Um, and grit. Yeah, like just digging in and going, I just got to get this done. And, you know, okay, so last Saturday um, we did a hit class and it was tough. <laughs> it was, it was really so tough. It, well, I, a legend wrote it. That's all I know someone wrote it <laughs> I have many adjectives to describe this person none that I can use right now the funniest part is and so this week not as many people came um probably because they were dead like literally there died still a lot of people but some people didn't come back because sometimes people just don't know what they're getting themselves in for and when he lets me write hit fam like it's hard like it's really tough yeah, and I, I, knew, I knew, so we had two rounds of what's called a, an EMOM, every minute on the minute, and I, they only, those EMOMs were only 15 minutes each, but there was no rest for 16 minutes. Yeah. There was no rest in no. those EMOMs, so you literally had one. But here's the thing, when you write a workout like that, unfortunately, for the, um, like, higher end, like, people who, well, what I call RX workouts, um, it's usually a lot harder because you've got to kind of the people who um like just your weekend warriors and stuff you're really trying to get them to push themselves and to know what it feels like to hurt a little so you kind of have to bring that up which pushes pushes you know what i mean like because if i just said to if i had just said it was just 15 reps yeah then the people who scale would scale too much. Yeah. So what, I give them a rep, which means then you guys have to be 20. And I know you're not going to make it. And that's what, sorry, that's what we need to explain is that George set the reps in the, so it's a minute of exercise and you've got to achieve a certain number of reps within that minute. The faster you get the reps done, the more rest you get, but the faster you do it, the harder it is. 
Um, but George set the reps so high and the calories so high on the um, the ski erg and the roller. Well, I mean, <coughs> I set them high, but they were achievable. No, they people, weren't. Well, they, well, the Darcy boys weren't even it. hitting them. Well, Darcy did it. He hit the 20 cows. Yeah, on every what? time. We did the ski. He hit 20 cows yep. on the ski. And then I hit 15 the first round, and then I hit 13, 13, 15. Well, that makes me feel better because I hit 14, mm. 11, 11, 11. Yeah. But that's not 20. No, the fifth, it was 15 for girls. That was the what? only. Yeah, I told you that. I didn't hear you. Well, that's because you don't listen. <laughs> I actually. <laughs> these guys started three minutes after the other people in the other EMOM because they just. They'd already did one, so you knew what was going on. Well, I'd explain it like five I no idea. Anyway, they, it was so hard, and we knew that at the end of these two workouts, there was something coming. I knew there was something coming, and I knew it wasn't going to be nice. Anyway, it was a run, and it was hot, and on the way, it was two kilometers. The way down was all like that, which meant the way up was all <laughs> like that, and it was so hot. That hill is like the never-ending hill to oh, a. It's the best. So, and Darcy's filming me at the end, and he's like, oh, you know, you wanted to work on resilience, how, how are you feeling? I'm like, it's hurting. And he goes, is it good hurt? I'm like, no, it's not good hurt. <laughs> it's good hurts when Tony's, Tony pulls my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right now I just want to pull your hair so bad. You're not Tony. I know, I just want to do it. No, but it hurt, like bad hurt. And I think this is the thing. We shy away from things that hurt us because it's uncomfortable and we don't like being uncomfortable. But this is, this is how you teach yourself in real life. When things get hard, you've just got to deal and you've got to learn to cope and people don't know how to cope. And that really leads me into my biggest philosophy is personal responsibility. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. Getting on, my, already getting on my soapbox. It's already started. Getting on my soapbox. No, but. I need a drink for this. <laughs> I wish I'd have did that. I was going to fill this up with water. And just like pretend that I was like drinking for the For those listening gas. and not watching, it's a decanter. So it looks oh. like it could be vodka. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not vodka, it's, it's water. water. Mm. She's still so dusty from there? yesterday. No, she's yeah. too dusty uh, from yesterday. Yeah. If I had one vodka, I would probably be drunk again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as it my, this, is why, but this is why my first one took so long. Because every time I try to talk, old mate over here talks over me. Well, we've got to make it interesting. <laughs> Oh, yeah, give you something else. Wonder me. Wonder me. You, you, you. Anyway, as I was saying. How's that pretty and average going now? <laughs> wonder me. Someone, wonder me. Wonder someone me. remind me why I'm doing this with her. You pain in my ass. Don't make me pull your Am hair. Am I like, <laughs> Maybe we should call the podcast that. Don't pull my hair. Don't make me pull your hair. <laughs> wonder me. Wonder me. <laughs> wonder you. Anyway, I'm a big believer in personal responsibility. And the reason why I'm so big on this is because if you're a victim, if I'm a victim, we can't change because it's always someone else's fault. And what I see with a lot of my mums and a lot of my clients over 20 years, I've been doing this for 20 years, is that Shit, I am old, but thank God for Botox. Look, not, I'm angry. I'm really I haven't angry. had my Botox yet. Yeah, you need some. I need oh, some. Oh, one to me, one to me. <laughs> Um, but honestly, one of the reasons why I started seeing why people weren't changing is because they were stuck in this idea that it was other people's fault. And it's really hard to change behaviors when you can't acknowledge that those behaviors are because of you and your yeah. fault. So as an example, what some people don't know about me is like early in my early twenties, 
I was a and late teens, I was a real party animal. Like I was, I loved life. I loved alcohol, drugs, the whole thing. You know, I'd go out and spend my weekends being loose, um, sleeping around because I thought that's what would make me happy. I was actually really miserable the whole time. It was a really horrific point in my life, actually. Um, and I'm really lucky that I'm alive today because my mum used to say that she was waiting for a phone call from the police to say that, like, I'd be that I was dead in a gutter somewhere. Like that's what they thought was going to happen. Um, and I fell pregnant at 20. <clears throat> um, had Andrew obviously at 21. And then I thought because you know you meant to do the right thing. I was like I should marry his father. Got married and that was an absolute disaster. We were divorced or separated seven months after getting married. That was. A train wreck. No, but it was. I mean, I could have gone on the Jerry Springer show and made Jerry <laughs> and made Jerry Springer blush. You know, like my life was an absolute train wreck, an absolute train wreck. Um, so I left Stephen. We separated. Um, so I was a single mum, freshly separated after getting married and it being a disaster. I lived in. I lived in Brisbane by myself, thankfully, because I got away from all the the druggy, crazy people. But. You know, I had nothing going for me. I hadn't finished uni, I didn't have a job, I didn't have a car, I had no money, no nothing. And I made a choice to go back to university and finish my qualification because I wanted Andrew to, I wanted to raise him. I didn't want him in full-time daycare and that's no judgment on, on parents who are putting their kids into full-time daycare. That was a decision I made for myself. It was a decision I made for Andrew and I um, and it was good for us. And I thought if I can be a teacher, I can look after him and I can have the school holidays and I can be um, around for him that's what I really wanted and I made some choices to change my life because I didn't like where I was but I made every single one of those choices I made every single choice to go out and party I made every single choice to take drugs I made every single choice to sleep around with people and drink alcohol and act like a, a lunatic that was all my own choice it's nobody else's fault I made the choice to be friends with people I shouldn't have been friends with and in acknowledging that I could move forward because I recognize that I could make bad choices, I can then make good choices. And I'm not a victim. And you know, we aren't victims unless we tell ourselves that we are. And you can have had the, the crappiest life, you can have had parents who were abusive, you can have had partners who were abusive, you can have had really, you know, a terrible past. But you can still make choices for yourself that are really positive. And you can choose to not become a product of that. And that's empowering because when you know that you can change and you know that you have the capability to do it and there are people around you who do want to help you, that's so empowering, that's freeing. Yeah. And that's what I love about personal responsibility. And it's tough, like you know how hard it is to look in the mirror and go, you're a slapper and that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I was like, you just like, this really profound sentence to come out of your mouth and you say do, do, you know <laughs> do you know what sometimes I like to say things and be just as surprised as the rest yes, of us yeah yeah I'm surprised right now I was expecting something super profound and you know but listen but the thing with that is also is yes self-responsibility but also like you know your past shapes you yeah. you just you just take them as lessons and grow for the future don't like you know, like there's no reason to maybe it was okay to be a slapper like do you know what I mean like no but it wasn't because it really affected me it was very yeah. negative in my life and I had no respect for myself yeah that's not okay but 
I would never change what happened because it yeah, gives me a that's real, what I mean. it gives me a real softness yeah. to other but, people. No, no, but to other people who are experiencing that themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're sleeping around and you have respect for yourself and that's, that's what you enjoy and it's mutually um, consensual, respectful situations, that's very different to what was going on with me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was being really disrespectful to myself yeah. and it has left me really wounded for a really long time. And even yeah. to this day, I get little flashbacks every now and then that take me back to some of the situations I put myself into and it was so dangerous, so dangerous. Oh man, I used to remember, I would like walk, we lived in a valley and I would walk home from the valley by myself, schmasted as a mofo, like just a drunk ass, carrying my shoes, just like, you know, <laughs> down the dark, maybe, probably, in the valley down the dark street, you're too old for me though, down the dark street. Two years, no, two years. No, you're older than 38, you're like 48. That's why you need Botox. There is literally not going to be a second podcast. And, oh, so much, so dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. But I just... The good old days, the good old days. (laughs) Anyway, so if you want to, like, listen to us next week, (laughs) we're going to talk about the good old days. We're going to talk about something. Well, no, but we want to know what you guys want us to talk about. Yes. So, you know, things that are on our um, radar are like haze, health at every size, the body positivity um, movement, um, uh, influences, and some of their <laughs> messages. Not being under the influence, like social media influences social is media what she means. Social media influences. Or um, non-influences. Like trends that we see in the health and fitness industry because it's like, it's an interesting industry. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but you know, we especially for women. Yeah. Especially for women. You know what I mean? Like, like, have you heard of the face tune up? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So a little while ago I did a post where I was talking about, you know, if you are someone who is really pushing, loving yourself and that's your, that's your thing. Like you are one of those, um, body positive, love yourself as you are. And all you do is ever edit your photos and use filters all the time. Like I find it's hard to take what you're saying seriously because yes, if you really love yourself as you are, you're willing to show yourself as you are. Yeah. But listen, here's the thing though. <clears throat> you, uh, I, t- I agree with you, but on the flip side, social media and the internet is full of assholes and it's, um, also like not a nice feeling to have people comment to you about your weight or your appearance or things no, no, like no. that. So like everyone is trying to present their best. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but then don't still take, that well, don't take up that space then. Don't take up that space because people who are genuinely pro as you are should not. And I'm talking every photo is edited. I'm not saying sometimes you can't use a filter, but I'm saying like on people and their whole account is just, it's all edited and you can see it's all edited and it doesn't look real. Like, Listen, I have I'm just letting that. you know that, that I'm a hundred percent that person that I actually don't edit my photos, but if I look at one and I'm like, Oh, that looks really bad. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I'm not going like to use really it. edited. Would, no, I don't oh. edit my photos, but I'm just saying like, I will do a pose or like, yeah, but who's like, going to stick up a photo where they're like, no, no, I know, but I mean, I'm just, please don't screen capture that photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going back to do that. No, I just mean like, 
if I'm, I don't generally post things unless something has like happened and then I'm like, I need to talk about that. And then I'll do a post. But if I need, obviously I have to have a photo or a video or something like that for the post, I will create a photo or a video like where I'll like, obviously like I did one post about my body and I made Sally take the photo, I'm um, taking the weights off the thing. So obviously I posed that photo. That's different. Well, no, I am talking about where you use photo editing to change your appearance. That, well, you if you, okay. no, if you are someone who is like body positivity, love yourself as you are, and that's your message, that's, that's, your, that's your area, and you're trying to tell people that they need to love themselves, and every photo, in your Instagram, every photo is all edited with editing things and it's changing your complexion and changing your body size and changing all the rest of it. I am not buying what you're selling. Well, no, I agree there. Yes, That's I do. I'm getting it. I'm not talking about posing. Everyone poses, everyone tries to use, you know, angles and whatnot. But if you actually don't look like what you're like, so if you put a, a real life picture of you next to your Instagram stuff and they look so different, you have no right to be telling people that no. they need to love themselves as they are because that is a really confusing message well, it's a little to young girls I know, in I particular. Know. It, is, it is a confusing message. It is a confusing That's my message. only issue. Like if you're going to be someone and put yourself in a in a public position yeah. and people are looking up to you, you have to be authentic. And I hate that word because it's been hijacked. But you have to be authentic. You have to be real. Yes. That's all. I have no problem with filters. I have no problem with editing. I have no problem with angles and lighting. But I also think you need to show who you are really as well. That's well, but where do you draw the line then? I'm just saying some of your stuff has to be real. Some of it. Whatever some is. Can't <laughs> have... <laughs> well, I'm saying... Why? Because it's fake and you're trying to... No, you get minus two. You get minus two Because it took her a second to get it. It took her a second to get it. That makes it funny. Woo! There is not going to be a second Woo! podcast. Because right now I'm pretty and you're the average one. You're the average one. I'm the pretty one with my eye brushes. Yeah, <laughs> get them. Okay, for reference point, Jackson, her youngest, oh. called her eyelashes eye brushes. Yeah. So whenever you hear her talking about her beautiful eye brushes. My eyelashes. Mm -hmm. I got the, like, what do you call them? Or like fake ones. Extensions. Yeah, extensions or whatever you call them. This one for me. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, he, when I woke up the next day, he was like, I really love your eye brushes, mummy. <laughs> so now they're just, I mean, they look kind of like brushes. They're beautiful. They are love very it. pretty. They are very pretty. Anyway, so we're going to talk about that. And we'll talk about that in further detail and yell at each other a bit more. Being um, a mum, being a working mum, husband, exercise, alcohol, just life. So you tell us what you want us to talk about. We would love to hear from you. We're going to talk about some crazy things that we see throughout the week. Um, in social media land because there's going to be plenty of it. If you yep. see, if you see yep. funny, crazy yep. things. All those posts that are triggering me. If you see funny, crazy things that you want us to talk about, send them to us. Maybe they're just going to send us us. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. Anyway, so hope you enjoyed it. Please help us choose a name for our podcast because we still don't have one. We could just be the podcast with no name. No, I think we should call it that. Um, I digress. Yeah. Or we digress. We digress. We digress. We digress. <laughs>
<laughs> we should definitely call it that. Because we were like, let's just keep this one short. We'll just talk about who we are. And I feel like we've talked about roller coasters, cells. Sodium potassium pumps. Sodium potassium pumps. What fucking even is that? <laughs> and so this is what you're going to get. She's going to be doing all nerdy, boring. Well, not boring, actually. The nerdy say, science so stuff. And she's going to explain everything and I'm just gonna be like interrupting me constantly yeah. that's it it's like with a story of my stuff. life it's with like average stuff because <laughs> I'm the average one well not according to you today well no today I'm the pretty one and you're the average one but usually usually I'm just better at life than her she's just better at life than me <laughs> except for CrossFit oh definitely not CrossFit better at that than you and eye brushes and eye brushes and eye brushes <laughs> see Bye ya guys. Stop it.